Now you're still getting that kind of uncomfortable feeling in your stomach about Saturday's game against UConn. I know a lot of you are today. I'm going to look at three players on Boston college that are going to need to step up to prevent any sort of chance for UConn to pull off the upset. We're going to get into this on today's locked on Boston college. You are locked on Boston college, your daily podcast on the Boston college Eagles, part of the locked on podcast network. Your team every day. Locked on Boston College. I'm your host, AJ Black. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, folks, we're, we're, we're continuing on our horror week. You know, it's a couple days before Halloween. Many of you are getting ready for your Halloween parties and trick-or-treating with kids if you have kids or you've got your lawn all decorated like I do. But the real horror show is coming up on Saturdays. Boston College plays UConn in East Hartford. And for many of us and many of you, you're expecting – uh, uh, a showing that is worse than what I've heard about Halloween kills that new movie, right? It's going to, it, you're expecting some real disaster level stuff coming out of um, a game on the road against a team that's been playing pretty well. Like UConn, as I said, is, you know, they've got three wins. That's triple what they had last year. I mean, three is better than one. They got more wins than BC. As I've said before, they've beaten some pretty bad teams, but that's, you know, wins a wins. You, you win the games that you can, right? So I've been thinking, I was like, how am I, how can we look at this game and look at what BC needs to do to win this? And yes, I could just say the offensive line needs to play better, but I feel like that's a broken record. We've talked about the offensive line, 60, 70 episodes at this point, And it, it is what it is. And I'm not going to bring it up for this episode because honestly, this offensive line, I think, cross your fingers, could be okay against UConn. And if it's okay against UConn, then hey, maybe they have a chance here, right? Maybe they can get into this game and just take care of business. I mean, guys like Ozzy Trapillo, I feel like he'll be fine. Kendall, Dwayne Alex should be fine. Uh, Jackson Ness should hopefully be okay. You know, we got Nick Thomas and Jack Conley. I'm a little worried about, right? That's not what I'm going to get into. I want to look at three players in particular that I feel like need to take that step to have like a really solid game. And if, if they can get there, if they can take that next step, they're going to easily get BC to co- not only co- win this game, but cover the spread and, and and make it a decisive one, which honestly, like, yeah, I think we're at the point where we just want to see BC win, but it would be kind of nice to see BC go to UConn, right? I feel like that would be a good thing for them. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying that's in the, in the grand things. That seems like what BC needs to do. So here's our first player. And it's, uh, you know, as you know, I said, I'll put in the offensive line in. And if you have one, 
throw that player's name into the comment section right now. We'll get into those during se segment three. So if you have a name that you think needs to have a big game, put them in the comment section. And if you say the offensive line too, that's fine too. So hit that up. So our first player that I feel needs to have a big game is obviously the quarterback, Phil Dracovic. You know, we talked about him on yesterday's episode. If you have not heard it already, it's our second segment where I talked about what the future of BC's quarterback position is. But Dracovic is a quarterback that I feel is like a almost like a rhythm quarterback. Like when he is feeling it and he's not getting killed, he gets himself going. And I, you know, a lot of quarterbacks do. Some some don't. But I feel like this is a game where he'll hopefully get his feet under him more. And we'll see more of Louisville, Phil Dracovic, and Maine. And he was okay in Maine, but it will see better Djokovic against UConn because I think, and this is, this is my, my, where my, this, with this game, if BC can start putting up points, UConn's not going to be able to handle them. And that's, that's a big ask, right? They're averaging 19.8 points per game. BC is, you know, UConn's right around there too. But again, against, you know, they haven't really scored. I don't, I think they have like seven points against power five programs. So I'm not too worried on that end, but if Dracovic can go out there, score a couple quick touchdowns, I think he could set the, he could set the, the, the tone of that game. And I think that is going to be so important. And yeah, he's been frustrating to watch. Yeah. He has been inconsistent to say the least, but this looks like a game in my opinion, that he could go out there and really do some things because I think the offensive line is going to be able to keep him upright enough where he's going to find Zay Flowers open. He's going to be able to do some more of his check down kind of things. He's not going to have to, like last week, you looked at that play that he missed to Pat Garwo. Um, and, the, you know, there's other play, not, not that play, sorry. There's another play that he missed. Zay Flowers because he had to get rid of the ball early and he tried to go check down to Joseph Griffin. He's going to get the bigger, expo more explosive plays because he's going to have a little bit more time. And I know that's hard to imagine given that, that you just, what you saw against Clemson and Wake Forest, but reminder time here, we're playing U BC's playing UConn. They're not playing Wake Forest. They're not playing Clemson. Um, hopefully Kendall will be back because that'll add a nice level of con continuity there. And then you could kick out Ness to guard again and not have to worry about Nick Thomas. But even that being said, I think BC should be able to get that going. And if he has his time, Dracovic, we, we've seen it, right? When he has most of the times when he has his time uh, and it's been consistent, Dracovic has been a decent quarterback. It's has time and he's but he's been hit so many times that he he's just kind of in his own head and it's just it's just not working so when i look at Dracovic's game when i look at what i think he needs to do I, you know all i i think a, a win for bc with with Dracovic would be three touchdowns he just needs to throw for three touchdowns and so two to Zay, one to somebody else. I think that'll get BC a win there. Um, and, you know, you look at the stats this year. I don't think he's done that that often. So, um, I, you know, I'm not sure if he's going to have the the uh, his best game of the season. I'm pulling up his stats right now to look. But 
he had he's had three touchdowns twice against Rutgers and Louisville. So there you have it. And then against Maine, he went he had two touchdowns. So he hasn't thro- he's thrown one touchdown in the last two weeks. He's got to have a bigger game. He's got to have more than you know, two hundred yards and and no touchdowns. He's got to have three. And I think that's going to really set the tone for this game. And <clears throat> you know, if he gets guys involved too, you know, seeing guys like Jalen Gill. Jaden Williams or Joseph Griffin, whoever's playing George Takis, if he's healthy enough, um, Jeremiah Griffin, like who Jeremiah Franklin, excuse me, getting those guys, the ball, I think will be a huge help too. Now in our second segment, I'm going to flip it onto the other side of the ball and get into another player. I think should need, should have a big game. Uh, and if he does, it could be a big day for BC before we do that. Let me tell you about our friends over at Sweat Block. Sweat Block is amazing. So I use it all the time. I, you know what I love to do with Sweat Block is I, I, I put it on before I go to bed. It keeps me dry you know, the whole next day. And it's, it's the best because I'm a guy who, you know, I've, I've got some Portuguese blood in me and it, I run hot. When I run hot, I sweat. And I, because whenever I'm wearing dress shirts, whenever I'm wearing polo shirts, anything thicker, it just, I, I'm a mess. So I've used sweat block and it has helped me tremendously. I now have the confidence to wear what I want to wear and not worry about embarrassing sweat to ruin my clothes and make me look foolish in front of other people. Now, if you or someone else you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try sweat block and save 20% off with promo code locked on on sweatblock.com. Also available on Amazon. Now, if you like our podcast, I want to tell you uh, that for your second listen today, every 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 day should be your bot locked on BC should be your first listen, but your second listen should be to check out Locked On Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only on only Locked On can provide. Locked on Sports Today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. All right, back to Locked on BC. If you have not done so already, if you are, if you're looking for a way to help this podcast out, got two things you could do. If you're interested in advertising with us, hit me up. Go email me at ajblackmedia at gmail.com. I can get you all the information on becoming an advertiser for Lockdown BC. As you heard, we have Sweatblock, we have Nissan, we have a bunch of great uh, national advertisers. I want to get some local advertisers. I love to get some Boston on here. Um, we've had some in the past. I'd love to get some more. So if you'd like to hit me on Twitter, uh, sorry, on uh, email at ajblackmedia at gmail.com and, and let me know about your business and I'll help you get connected with the fine folks. If you're just a regular old listener, I love you. I love each and every one of you that listens to Locked On BC every single day. I want you to do one thing for me. If you want to help this podcast out, go to Locked On Boston College on YouTube and hit that subscribe button. Boom, you're done. You're going to help this podcast out tremendously. So we are talking about three players, I think, that need to have a good, solid game and step up against UConn, which, again, I, I say... It, it blows my mind. This is where our conversation has gone from the beginning of the season to this. It's like, what has happened? But that's where we're at. And I, in the first segment, I talked about Dracovic. I said that, you know, he needs to have a big game. But behind him, who are some other players that I think need to have a big game? I looked at the defensive 
side of the ball first. And the first name that popped up for me was Cam Arnold. And the reason I look at Cam Arnold as a name uh, of someone that I think really needs to step up is because he, I think, will be a major factor against a UConn offense that is very one-dimensional. UConn can't throw the ball at all. They are a, you know, they're near the bottom in the country in terms of passing yards per game. What they do is they run. They are 39th in the country in running with 186 yards per game. That's impressive. You can't deny that that's something that's worth watching. They ran for 295 yards against Florida International, 274 yards against Central Connecticut State, which in, in those are like, okay, Florida International is a, a, a dumpster fire program. Central Connecticut State is an FCS program. Still, you beat them up in the trenches. That's what you did, right? 183 yards against Fresno State and then 245 yards against Utah State. So they've been able to do some running there. And that's concerning because BC is not a good running defense. Now, at the beginning of this season, when I went to media day and some of the summer offices, we talked to the players and I forget which one it was, which player it was. It might've been Cam Arnold, might've been Vane De Palma. I forget which one I was talking to, but they talked about in their room. Actually, it was Cam Horsley. It was definitely Cam Horsley. Um, They were talking about in their room, their, their defense room that they have a number on the board. And I think it was 3.5. And that was their goal for yards per carry that they're hoping for um, on defense. Because I think last year it was like 4.5 yards per carry. And they're at like 4.1 right now. So they're not doing what they're expecting to do. Cam Arnold is going to be very important in this game. Um, I expect the defensive tackles to have a big game. I think... um, I think Boozy and, and Horsley and, and Stoudmire and the other guys that they're going to roll out, Banks. I mean, that, again, credit to Halfley. He's got some good depth there at defensive tackle. But I want to see some good play in the second level that prevents uh, big plays. Because when you have – UConn has two running backs that are averaging six and a half yards per carry. That's a little worrisome, right? You don't want to get you – you don't need to allow a team to have a bust play and go for 50 yards. That cannot happen. So Nathan Carter and Devontae Houston both have 6.73 yards per carry. And then their third leading rusher, Victor Rosa, um, which I think is absolutely hilarious that he's on here, uh, was committed uh, to BC, but he was very interested in BC last year. BC, uh, and he just was, It was a numbers game. They just couldn't fit him with the amount of running backs they had. Uh, that He's got four touchdowns now for them. And I'm sure he's got a little – I know – from my recruiting coverage and talking to the kid and his family that he really wanted to go to BC. So I'm guessing there's a little extra juice there for this kid, um, but we'll have to watch him too. But Arnold's going to be a big one. And he's that leader in that, in that linebacking group. You know that against a running team I, I, I and a team that I don't expect to be super fast, that a guy like Vinny DePalm will be okay. Like he's going to be, He's solid. He's not anything spectacular. He's not going to screw up and miss tackles. He's good at that kind of stuff. Arnold's going to be the guy that needs to step up and really like clean up plays, you know, help wrap up guys, make sure that they don't get the extra yard or a broken tackle. I think Cam Arnold's a big one. 
Um, and I think that's going to be his, you know, he's a guy that's out there 75 snaps a game or whatever, you know, 75 against Wake Forest, 73 against Wake Forest. He needs to, he's going to be out there. It's going to be on him to kind of slow down that UConn running game. Now, when I was thinking of this, Arnold was my big choice, but Donovan Azaraku was another big one. Um, against a UConn offensive, smaller, much smaller UConn offensive line, Azaraku should eat because now he's got the speed and the size against some of these guys. He should be able to get out there. He's got three sacks right now, three and a half sacks. Love to see him do a little bit more and, and maybe be more disruptive. But uh, that I, I'll stick with Cam Arnold for my decision here for that one. Now, if you have one, I want to hear your thoughts. Go into our comment section right now. Post those now. Who do you think BC needs to have step up? Uh, in our final segment, I'm going to look back on the offensive side of the ball at a position that has struggled all season long and is in the, is the worst in the country. And they could be a team, uh, a position that has a big game and gets themselves out of some statistically bad spots. We'll get to that in just a moment. Locked on Boston College, AJ Black here. I'm the editor and publisher of Eagle Insider, part of the 247 Sports Network. Thank you for all who have subscribed to our our page um, and become a member. You get all sorts of insider information. I've got sources. I've got in, insiders that post on my page uh, from the 247 Network. I've got, I've got everything. Um, and we're going to be getting into recruiting season. And more importantly, we're getting closer to transfer portal season, folks. And transfer portal season is going to be absolutely insane this year because they've limited it to a window. So you're going to get news banging left and right. And I'm telling you, we're going to do this whole, I'll, I'll get into it when we get to basketball season, but there's going to be, I'm sure because the way BC is playing and just the way the college football system is right now, there's going to be probably news all over the place that I'm going to have to handle every single day with guys coming, BC offering guys visiting guys, leaving, you know, all this good stuff. So, Stay tuned. It's going to be it's going to be very interesting as the season comes to a close. Now, our final player, and I, 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 it could be either of these guys. It all depends on on the health of him. But I went with a running back, and I, I stuck with Alex Broom in this one, uh, even though there's a potential. I mean, he only played I think seven snaps against Wake Forest, uh, so Garwell got the the bulk of the carries. But if he's healthy, I'd love to see him out there. Um, and, 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 you know, go like 20 carries broom, you know, uh, Garwo, something like that, because I think, you know, a broom is a, as, as Mitch has said on this podcast over and over again, is a very good pass blocker B he's faster and more dynamic. And I think that'll work well against UConn B C you can use him in the pass game a little bit more. Um, and I, I, and all that kind of just adds together that if he's healthy and again, we haven't heard anything from Halfley that he's not, but if he is, I'd love to see him play. And I, I think the running backs, this is going to be a big game for them because when they're not playing against, uh, a, a like, uh, uh, let's just put it bluntly. If they're not playing against a good defensive line, you know, they played against Louisville was undersized. So they had some luck there. Uh, Maine, not good. If they're playing against a team like that, they should be able to run the ball too. If, if I, I'm sure you're all listening to this, and in the back of your brain is that 
uh, mental image of Patrick Garbo getting the ball and getting hit two yards behind the line of scrimmage over and over and over until your brain explodes. Cause that's kind of where my brain is at when I'm talking about this, but I'm, I'm, I'm nuts. I guess I think something will change in this game. I'm not ready to say it'll happen any other game, but I'm saying in this game, I think they might be able to run the ball. And if they do, that could help dictate the, the pace of the game, not allow UConn to get any momentum, keep the fans out of it and, and just do your thing and, and win. And I think that'll be good. So yeah. So pack pack Arwa and Alex Burham would be my last players to step up. Uh, and, you know, I had some other ones I was thinking of too. Uh, you know, obviously the offensive line would be a big one. Uh, you know, you want to see uh, Don, I said Donovan as Um, but th- those are where I'm at. So my three, my three, my three names, Phil Dracovic, Cam Arnold, and uh, I'm going to, I'm going to hedge this one because I'm not sure what Broom will do, but one of the running backs, I'll say Broom or Garwo. Do you agree with me? Disagree with me? Hit me up in the comments section. Love to hear what you have to say on tomorrow's show. We will be joined by Mitch Wolf. It'll be our preview and prediction um, episode, and you will not want to miss that, especially if you're ready to jump off the Tobin bridge. Uh, Just joking. Don't do that. And, uh, but he'll tell you, he'll, t- I think he's going to tell us why BC should be okay. And if you have not done so already subscribe to Eagle insider too, because Mitch has his, I rewatched the wake forest game. So you don't have to series, which is absolutely must read stuff because he gives you clips. He breaks down the game. He talks about what he sees, what BC did, right. What they didn't do, right. Where the breakdowns were. It's, it's, it's better. Honestly, I'm not, I'm not even joking here, folks. It's better than what you see like Herzlig and Cotter do during an ACC game uh, because he he has so much more time to like give the minutia and, and know the background of the team and the players. So check that out. And again, if you want to check it out and, and just test it, it's a dollar for the first month on, on 247 and you get all sorts of other great goodies there. So check that out. This is AJ Black. Thank you all for listening. You can follow me on Twitter at AJ Black underscore BC. We'll see you all again soon. Take care, everyone.